Welcome to the podcast Spotlight Yourself. Finland needs your warm and empathetic attitude. My name is Michaela and with this podcast I want to empower you to get visible, to speak up and to show yourself as the great woman that you are. I have myself made the experience what a great enrichment this can be for a Finnish company and the colleagues here in the Nordics. It just requires a little bit of courage. Hello and welcome. I am happy that with this episode I am starting a new series of interviews. So until the end of this year I will introduce to you in my podcast great women who came to Finland from all over the world who are living in Helsinki and who have built up here an own cool project who have an impressive career here in Finland or run even their own successful business because we women are strongest if we organize ourselves in communities and I met all these impressive ladies in the different networks and social groups that I am part of myself here in Helsinki and I hope hearing these stories of these impressive women will be also a big inspiration for you to see that there are other women just very close to you if you are also living in Helsinki or Espo yourself and they have achieved something in this country they followed their heart and their passion and they were brave enough to get visible with their ideas and visions and let them become reality so my first interview guest today is Anna Lopez and Anna is a yoga teacher, a psychologist and life coach and I have randomly found her on Facebook in May this year because she was offering an overnight yoga retreat here in Helsinki and uh, I joined that and this retreat was an amazing experience for me so I loved her yoga sessions and the way she was teaching it and I remembered that just after these two yoga sessions I had so much tension released in my body that I felt like five years younger <laughs> then I had decided to join again her yoga events because she is organizing that with so much passion and creativity and yeah to me she's a very inspiring person I really enjoyed following her on Instagram watching her own yoga poses and I always ask myself how the hell is it possible to bend your body like this and I hope she will share with us in the following how she came to do yoga what brought her from Mexico where she's originally from to Finland and what was her journey to build up her own business in this country so welcome Anna I'm really really happy to have you here Thank you, and I'm flattered for that nice introduction. Thanks a lot. I'm so happy that we met, that you followed me on social media, because we can do many things together. And I love to connect with women who support women. So that's why we are doing this podcast today. As you said, I am Anna. I am a psychologist. I am a life coach and also a yoga teacher. So that's like a interesting combination <laughs> and I live now in Finland but I've lived in 12 countries 
And in all those, that has been a journey for me to learn how to take care of myself. Um, I learned like yoga in India, meditation in Thailand, in an ashram. And slowly I like to take um, what I learned from each culture to take care, take care of me as a whole. That's what I do in my sessions and in my uh, yoga sessions. As you said, like you felt like five years younger and <laughs> I, be, I see us as a, like a whole. We are not like just the mind. I don't like to work just as a psychologist. And when I'm teaching yoga, I know the, the connection of the mind, body, emotions affects the body. So I like to do these con concoctions in my yoga classes. I know they release emotions, my clients. Maybe they are in, in healing or therapy sessions and they end up doing breath work or releasing because we are all connected. So I like to be good, feel good. And I love to share with women, with my clients, how to feel good, how to love themselves, how to embrace their whole and maybe forgive the past but knowing like all that is in the body yeah i do it like with sessions one-on-one -on -one. i do yoga retreats like the ones you join and i love to do like wellness fun um events where we mix like something between wine sometimes with dance sometimes but it and everything and everything ends up healing maybe you heal your back maybe you cry Maybe that's what happened in this, the retreat that we, we shared last time. We all cried, I think. Releasing, that's, that's what I do at work. Mm. But how, how was your professional journey? I mean, you studied psychologist first after graduating from school and that was in Mexico. And then you went to India and Thailand or how did that build up? I, I studied psychologist in psychology in Mexico and I began to travel as a psychologist. I was more oriented to, I was giving workshops to CEOs of different companies like Coca-Cola in Venezuela, um, in a um, sugarcane uh, producer in, where was this, in Colombia. So I was working with the people. It was not like the human resources, like the processes it was the people to help them to know how to speak how to motivate their, their team so that that uh, work made me traveled until I realized that I wasn't just working with the mind at this moment so then I realized they are full of stress more than knowing how to motivate their people they need how to release themselves stress so I thought I was just going to take a break from work I moved, I traveled to India and the idea was one month. The short story, not to talk too much about it in this uh, podcast, it ended up being one year. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> where I realized like, okay, one month, because I was in an ashram where they took everything away from you. There was no electricity, no luxury, no internet. So then it's just you. Mm. When was that? In which year? This was 2010. Okay. So then you realize, like, it was hard at the beginning, like, ah, oh, no internet. I want to tell my family I'm okay. Yeah. There are so many things to see outside, and I'm just here meditating, which was so difficult. And slowly the days passed, the weeks passed, and I realized I have never been this happy. Mm. You know? And then there was a moment that I thought, I don't want this to be an experience. I went one month, come back, 
because I was thinking going back means going back to the same, like being surrounded by, I need the new car, I need the new bag, I need to travel. So I need, I needed like one year to, but it changed me until the point that I realized I want to share this with the people because they that would be the ideal, not that everyone would we go one month to the Himalayas and but the reality is it's not easy. So I wanted to the, to share that it's possible even in the busy life hectic that we have busy hectic like life that we have. And then I begin to build slowly. Then I move. I'm telling you the, the story very shortly. Then Australia. Then I moved to Madrid. That's where I met my husband. And that's how he's Finnish. And then ah. we decided to try, <laughs> to try Finland. Yes. Because Finland seems a bit of a, like an exception there, right? If you come from Mexico and then have been to India and Thailand and Australia and then Finland. Yeah. Quite cold <laughs> in comparison. Why after those warm countries you end up in Finland. <laughs> yeah. So it was love brought me here, I would say. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. uh, when when exactly have you moved to Finland? I moved eight years ago. Mm. And had had you already your own business before you came to Finland, or was it something that you built up here? It, it happened very organically because I really moved to the extreme after India. To the point that no no telephone, no. So then it was when I was with my husband, he began like, you need a phone to have clients, to connect with your client. I was okay. like, no, one phone. <laughs> so it was a process. Then we moved to Finland. And then I had already like, I want to hold, open a yoga studio in Finland. Mm -hmm. Before coming here, I did. If I we move to Finland, I will open a yoga studio there. I didn't know how the society is. I didn't know how different Finland is. And immediately I would say like maybe three months, five months after arriving, I was already like, well, I opened my studio at the end one year after I arrived. Mm -hmm. But wait, now I think like I would, if I would like be back in time, I would wait a tiny bit because I don't know, in Mexico, or in other countries I have been, they open something. The next day is full. You know, like people talk, people try like, they're going to open this in here. Let's go, let's try it. And here, I didn't know it's different. Well, Finnish people don't talk, right? <laughs> they are super quiet. People, they, are, they don't share, like, <laughs> let's go. They don't look for friends to do activities together. Yeah. And I feel now they need to know the teacher. Hmm to go yeah now i like it has taken me years to build what i have now but so i think like that i don't see it as a mistake as a lesson but yeah i opened without anyone knowing me yeah so you had the yoga studio open and then what happened so nobody came and you were there and you had to pay the rent or how was that at the end it was like it It was, I had opened it one year, I had it one year. It was slow, but growing. Uh -huh. But it was like the extra effort that you need in Finland to make things happen, you know? So what As did I you said, do? What did you do? I was like door to door, like giving flyers. Okay. 
like literally, I don't know how, I'm, I walk at all the buildings, I walk at all the streets, every inbox in, in I was putting um, flyers by myself, Facebook, Instagram, every people I met like in the supermarket in front of the yoga studio, come to my yoga. <laughs> and the thing is like, they said like, yes, I, let's say it's summer. Yes, I will go in the winter. And for me, it was like, why don't you come tomorrow? Uh-huh. You know, like they plan, like now I have my summer summer break. Then in the autumn, I do this in the winter. That for me, that was like a, a very different. People in other countries would say like, yes, I go tomorrow. Or I go at what time is the class today? I make it happen. And to hear like, yes, I want to go, but in six months, was like, how I'm going to, and the rent was paying the rent. Yes, I was paying the rent, but it was like working to pay the rent one year. Yeah. But was that, was it difficult for you? I mean, just to speak to foreign people about your business? Because I can imagine, like, I mean, even if you come up with something where you're passionate for, it's still a little bit an, an obstacle, right? Or, or a hurdle to just go to foreign people and saying, hey, I'm Anna and I have a yoga studio and wouldn't you like to join? <laughs> it was, I don't know, I feel I had like the motivation. Uh-huh. So I didn't feel like awkward inviting everyone I met <laughs> but it was it was exhausting yeah yeah so I tell you I didn't uh, cut on consideration those differences like people here they take time to decide to go mm. to join they won't talk to their friends like let's go together I didn't know anyone here so, and at the end, I closed it, but for other reasons, they demolished the building. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, like, I I rather do my things without the stress of paying the rent of a yoga studio, you know? And so it became organically like that. And now I love how it is, my business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then how, how did it grow? So, I mean, then when, when people came to your yoga classes... Did you make them stay that they, they, I mean, that they really saw from the beginning how good you were, that they joined one yoga session like I did and thought, oh, that was so good. <laughs> I will join yeah. again. What was your experience? Did it fill up slowly, but did the customers stayed loyal to you? Yeah. yeah, it was growing slowly, but they committed. You know, I sell, I was selling like monthly passes. And they were like committed so much that literally I have like the client that I met there, they're still my clients and they go to all my lessons. They go to the online lessons. So it opened me, that place opened me doors to meet most of my clients that I have now. Yeah. But I remember you said once to me when we had the chat at, at, the, at the last yoga session where I was that you had the impression at the beginning that the Finnish clients or the Finnish women, they hate you. <laughs> you know, like, it's really funny that I didn't say that time. When we moved from Spain, we moved by car. We did one month driving. Mm -hmm. And I every city that we stopped, I organized it beforehand, like teaching in every most of the countries mm -hmm. that we visit I, I arrived and teach it a lesson okay so that already brought you some money also to 
to survive or yeah like what yeah like we could have what i wanted the experience yeah and i said like the same joke during class in all the countries and it's super interesting that we began of course spain france italy then we went to uh, germany the more we were going up people were laughing less <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> Sweden, they were still laughing. Uh, then we arrived to Finland. I say the joke, and it was silence. Silence. Mm. And I was like, okay, it's not good to say jokes here. <laughs> and then, yes, the first lessons I was teaching, and I was feeling like they didn't, they are not enjoying my lessons. Because the same in other countries, you finish the class and they are like, thank you. You know, class was super good. I love the music. I like how you put this oil something hugs and here not even thank you just pass the door and I was like they are not liking my class they but they were keep coming back so that was the interesting thing like until like maybe one week one person said like I love your lessons they are the best and I was like those serious faces means they are enjoying the class (laughs) (laughs) okay well, yeah, the same joke in all the countries. And just in Finland, they didn't laugh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but what was the feedback that you got from clients? Was there ever something mentioned? I mean, I, I mean, you are obviously, you're quite different from, I think, maybe a classic uh, Finnish yoga teacher. I think there are, there are a lot of people in Finland as well teaching yoga, but with your Mexican background and with your um, exotic uh, background and exotic attitude and exotic look did, uh, look, did you ever get feedback that your clients like especially that or, or that makes you different from other yoga teachers here in Finland? What they have said, now they know me, but what, what I, they, I heard at the beginning is that they like that I go and touch them during class you know because as a, I don't know if all your people that hear us know have done yoga but it's good that if a teacher comes and shows you with the body the direction helps you to go deeper with the hands push you and they select Finnish teachers don't touch they don't dare to touch you mm, yeah but then at the beginning it was a shock when I touched them it was like oh she's touching me <laughs> <laughs> But when they allow it, they were like, oh, it's really good that with your hands you show me the mm. direction. And so they really like that. And then I see, I've, I know they then see me as someone they can talk about their days. Mm. But with other teachers, as I said, like they don't even say hello. So sometimes they are like, like yesterday, one yoga student told me, I am super stressed. I have this, I have that. What can I do? So I feel they they feel that openness with me. But that's how like the feedback I received from Finnish clients. Yeah. Also regarding regarding the pandemic, for example, has that has that had an impact uh, on your business or did you struggle with that? I think like the pandemic was like a blessing for me in that sense. Mm-hmm. Because my business turned like changed it completely. Before I was going to different yoga studios around Helsinki and Espo, one studio, the other. And I was renting a space to give sessions, therapy. With the pandemic, I, like my clients from psychologists, from life coaching, increased. Like people needed 
to talk with someone, no? And not just in Finland, I began to have clients from France, from Spain, who were like isolated in their apartments alone. And they realized that I have, I have anxiety, I have depression. So then I began to have lots of online sessions that I'm still doing now. And my clients began to say like, what the, why don't you teach us online? And I thought both things, like the sessions and yoga, me, I thought with the camera, I don't think even the client will open. And I don't know if it's not the same, I'm not touching them, I'm not. But it felt so natural. My, my clients who I give therapy, they are in their pajamas, with their cat, with the thing that made them feel comfortable comfortable so they open more it's easier than they go to sit in a um, office to talk about their emotions I see like they open a lot being at home and then the online yoga classes are so convenient they just open the mat their camera and then they turn it off and they're at home so uh, that like now my work is online i'm i just finished before your this chat i just finished a yoga class and i'm now here talking with you at home mm. but you still have on-site retreats of course the the events where people can come and and where you still just yeah exactly i have uh i do the retreats i do like three a year and i'm doing now like a rooftop yoga that is in a hotel in espo and we do yoga we do sauna and breakfast and when it's summer i teach in different beaches in finland so um, yeah when it's summer with weather we do it outdoors then i try to find places like every time like different places where we go and do yoga i'm this crazy person that i go somewhere and, mm, here we could do yoga yeah. <laughs> i will check if they rent it <laughs> <laughs> And I think your next big event is beginning of November, right? Yeah, the next event is, um, I'm doing it like, in, it's called Saga Villa, it's in Kirkonomi, and it's a lovely villa. I think I say this just created for yoga. You have everything you need, like props, yoga bolsters, uh, there's the kitchen, a sauna. And because, you know, I did, I'm doing these events Because sometimes it's so difficult to say, like, I will relax on the weekend. Yeah. Then you see the uh, dirty laundry. You see the books you haven't read. And you end up not resting. So I feel like we really need to get out from home when there, where there is nothing to do. So and then we do yoga. I always give, like, a um, talk. Like a circle, not just me talking, like we share experiences, ideas about the subject. We open emotions. Then we do yoga. Then, like, I feel it's a process where we begin to let go of, they are judging me. They are, I need to do this. I, at the end, we are just embracing all the different human people there. You experience that, like we end up crying for the others. We end up sharing stories that some many clients tell me in the retreat. I said things I have never said to anyone. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I remember, I mean, the last time we were such, I mean, it's for women only, right? And we were we were such a nice group of women. And it was just, I think you have really created that safe space that everyone felt so safe and comfortable just to speak about their own emotions and just to share very, yeah, very special and personal stories, even if we have had never met before <laughs> with the other women, but it, it just felt very natural, yeah. Exactly, and I feel that it's so... I need to create that space because that we I think we walk in life like thinking I cannot say that I cannot I need to smile like fake I don't know we have many layers that I like to create a space where we feel not judged and when we feel not judged we open ourselves in a way that maybe won't happen again in the days and it feels like really nice like we really let go of things that we have been carrying. I love to do these events. And the next one is on 5th of November. It's like one whole, like Saturday, you go out on Sunday. And this time we will have uh, the theme of this chat that I do is how to bring your spark on mm -hmm. because of the dark days that are coming. Yeah. How to find what makes you happy, how to connect with what makes you like truly, truly happy. And that comes with knowing yourself, embracing your story, embracing your past. Mm. And we will dance. I, I, I wish you could join us, but we are busy that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that is, and then I take a break and the next yoga retreat might be in March. For, for someone who, who is that now and who wants to join you, I mean, you mainly running your business via Instagram, right? Where you have all the offers uh, people can see when you are doing retreats, when you are doing the rooftop yoga, when you are doing your yoga classes. Yes, mostly I am very active in Instagram. You can follow yeah. me like it's Instagram is with Ana Lopez. Yes, I will put that all in the show notes, of course. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes, thank you. Then the Facebook Yoga with Ana Fer and I have my, my web page, which is um, Ana Lopez Life Coaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will put everything in the show notes, <laughs> of yes. course, I'm that people have the possibility to connect. Yeah, hopefully I, I have like people if someone has questions if someone wants to know more about my work I would love to to do it because to share it because it's really healing you know yeah. like as I said like maybe you begin doing yoga because you want to be fit or be strong whatever but then you end up healing mm. maybe you just go to a retreat because you feel like you need to release the stress And you will end up healing. And we are never aware of what we need to heal. But and heal, you know, like some people think like healing, what, like you had like a abuse, you had like, no, healing, sometimes the body holds on stress or expectations that we put, maybe we are so hard with us. And learning where that comes, that is healing, like seeing us with love. Yeah. So all the sessions, either the one-on-one, the wellness days, I hope and my aim is that some you go out feeling better. Yeah. So it's not about these crazy poses that you do, <laughs> even the ones that, that you share on Instagram. It's really, I mean, there's, there's a different message behind that, right? But this, the postures that you say, like how she does that, that's 
I've had the same thought once. And now, now I see posture that I think like, I've never thought I could do this. Hmm. But it's like, once you release like the limits from your mind, your body hears it, heals, and then you begin to be like, the yoga has made me be more aware, like my body can do this headstand, but I have fear. Yeah. And then you realize like, and I have also fear in life. And I, so it's like very, at the end, the yoga for me is very inner work more than doing the crazy back bend. Mm. Like doing the back when I have emotions, when you see those crazy back bends and I need to breathe in those emotions and release that stress. So it's, it's all connected, I feel. Yeah. Do you still have, Fear regarding your business, what what to expect in the future, or are you at a point where you now say you are super happy how it is going, or are are there always some challenges which are popping up and and some yeah uncertainties? As said, like um, how I say, it. here in Finland you need to do extra effort. That's where the this word sisu, mm. no. <laughs> If you want something to happen in Finland, you need to work for that. Yeah. So in a way, like where I am in my business, I am really proud. If it would have been easier, like I opened a yoga studio in Mexico with full the first day, I wouldn't feel as proud as I feel now because I know mm. how much it has taken me tears, frustration, self-doubt. So now I passed that and I'm really happy. I am really happy if two people join one class or if my retreat is full with 10 people because I know it takes effort. For my future, I would love to help more women. I would love to be like the reference, like go to her retreats because they are fantastic yeah. and that the word begins to spread. But I'm not worried. I am in a place where I'm enjoying And I'm always grateful that I do what I love to do. Yes. Would you say in the end, there is no better place doing that than here in Finland? At the end, I feel like here we have more time to do this, this healing and people are, that's my perception, more open to work on themselves. What do, what do you think about that? Do you think Finland... People are more open to work on themselves. Um, well, I would say for me personally, it always felt that in Finland, I, in general, I feel less stressed. So I always felt, I mean, in comparison to Germany, where I am from, that life there was just more stressful. And I think here in Finland, I at least, for me, I always had the impression I have a little bit more time, you know, just to make a pause, just breathe through, have a little bit more space, have nature closer where you just can go there. You're quickly there. You can just take a rest, enjoy the nature, enjoy the forest, and then come back to city life, which is very close. Mm -hmm. And also Helsinki as such is not that hectic. So um, yeah, I feel somehow I have more the, more the space and the time here also to to look on these things and 
for me, it was somehow the same that I came to Finland and I think I have already healed from a lot of things because I, here I could just focus on myself much more. And I think people also have this attitude. I think they are, they might be very introverted, but maybe this is also what supports that whole, that whole inner healing, right? And if you don't just have to be always like super outgoing and super positive and uh, yeah, you know, open and talkative to, to everyone. Yes. Yeah, that's why I meant with here people have more time because I, everyone has a coffee. Mm. No, everyone has like their their hobby. They choose to go to lessons mm. and they know if they are stressed, if the company supports them to take classes with these passes they give. They support you to take a day off. That in other countries, that's like unreal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have, I have, maybe you answered that already, but uh, I also had this, this, you know, this one last question in mind that I definitely wanted to ask you because for me, this is a question that I was already asked a couple of times because, you know, I mean, well, I was asked that from Finnish people because Finland, it is a small nation and people are very proud of their country. But I also think Finnish people are a lot like, they're really thinking a lot about what do other people think about our country? And mm -hmm. I was asked very often, especially from my Finnish colleagues, what do you value most about Finnish people? I thought I would like this to, to give this question also to you. Like, what do you value most about Finnish people? If you think about your Finnish clients or also your, your Finnish husband <laughs> or the people you met here. I love from Finnish people. And I think like that is very unique how they are in the way they are introvert or serious they are super honest if someone tells you i will be there they will be there if someone tells you i like a your class that they mean it if they tell you um you are you're a good friend of mine like that like they too like they really really mean it in Mexico, in Latin countries, it's like everyone says those things. Oh, your class is good. Oh, you're a good friend. But it's just to, I don't know, to keep the conversation. We were saying the other day, I think, when we, where we met in my last rooftop yoga. In other countries, people ask you, how are you? Just to chit chat. And in here, they ask you, how are you? It's because they really care, how are you? Yeah. So whatever word comes from a Finnish, is they mean it. That is like something I really appreciate from them. It was a nice summary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to, to round up this journey, I mean, super interesting, like coming from such an exotic country, you know, go, going through all these different educations, like, I mean, psychology and then yoga in India, as you told, and then coming to Finland. And I think it's maybe right that that we need also we need these valleys we need to be also like experiencing these downs in our lives to then finally go up to something to a next level and mm -hmm. to really have the success and maybe um, I think the journey you had is, is really great and hopefully also a big role model to others who hear that now like and as you said okay you have to work for it in Finland you have to need this this sisu to keep going but um, mm -hmm. I think looking on your journey it's definitely worth it yes and that like that could be something foreigners hear us in your podcast to 
have in mind it takes effort yeah but then like you will feel super proud because you made it happen yes it won't happen fast like in our countries but it happens at the end we just need to keep going and don't be frustrated if there's one person going to do business or like the next day no one and then two people it will happen that's a nice statement to end <laughs> I would say so thank you so much for being my guest I think it was super interesting talking to you and I hope other people a lot of other people we will hear that as well take you as a role model and then go to their own healing journey thank you thank exactly. you for inviting me and yes. I love to hear your podcast thanks for doing it and sharing these things with other foreigners in Finland uh, thank you so much <laughs> bye 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 thank you very much for listening I hope you have found some new inspirations and I would be really happy to connect with you via my website michaela-kettner.coach or via social media to hear some feedback from you to this podcast and also what your current challenges are, how you want to become more visible. You can find me on Instagram under michaela.kettner.fi and also on LinkedIn. And no worries if you find it challenging to spell my German name, you will find all my contact details in the show notes of this podcast. So I wish you a nice rest of the day, get visible and stay tuned. Bye bye.